0: So for the last couple of weeks, last two weeks, here at Epiphany, we've been watching these videos from, the, from Bishop Barron called the Pivotal Players. And one of the Pivotal Players that, anyways, the one that we've been watching, I've been watching for the last two weeks, was on Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Man has a very special place in my heart as I discovered him when I think I was in college. I remember as a college student, I was going through my parents' VHS tapes, trying to thin the herd of like the hundred of stuff, hundred tapes that we had in the bottom of our TV. And I came across this retreat series with some guy, Archbishop Fulton Sheen. And I said, well, you know what? I'm just gonna put it in for just a few moments and if it's good, I'll keep listening. But most likely, my parents are here, right? I was gonna chuck it. So, um, as I put in the video, I was just—I was drawn in. I was drawn in, and I remember just having my my finger like on the eject button initially, thinking like, "How long am I gonna watch this? Ten minutes? Four minutes? Two minutes?" And I was like, "You know, he's pretty good." And I said, after that first 30 minute one, I said, let's put in another one. And so I ended up watching like probably six of his talks. And when we presented on Fulton Sheen here in the parish, I was really excited because he is a priest that has had a profound impact on me, on my priesthood, and and more than my priesthood, on my relationship with the Lord. And as we watched the second part of Bishop Barron's video on Archbishop Fulton Sheen, I asked the people who gathered, and we had close to, we had between 150 and 200 people gathered for this. I said, what was it, as you watched it, that stirred in you? What did it awaken in you? And as I went around the room asking what did it awaken in you, what really stood out for me is that there's one thing that Fulton Sheen had said that really deeply resonated in everyone who watched it. And Fulton Sheen said that the church, the church, you, 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 is the prolongation of the Incarnation. That's a mouthful. Actually, it's not. It's short, but it is so profound. The church is the prolongation of the Incarnation. And as it was unpacked, what what the people shared was that it was like a deeper awareness Of who they are called to be. That the church, stretched out through time and space, is the prolongation of the incarnation. In other words, if you look at your bulletin, which you're not doing right now, but you will notice it says that we, the people of Epiphany, are to be the hands and the heart. Of Christ, you're called to be the hands and the heart of Christ. When I was in college, a couple years ago, every spring break I would go with my college from Steubenville, Ohio, down to Clearwater, Florida, for a spring break, and we called it Sun Life. Sun Life was an opportunity for us to get away from the winter. Some of you can relate. And to come down to the beaches of Florida and to enjoy our time. And to, if the Holy Spirit led in a certain way, to share our faith with someone else. Sun Life. Jesus is the Son. He's the Son of God. And he's called us to let our light shine. Well, we were here for a week, and after a week, I would say probably five days. Every night, probably about two hundred students, we would get together and we would share what our experiences were like throughout the day. And very often, people would experience these moments of encounter, of sharing their faith, of evangelization. And I felt, I felt like I didn't, I didn't have that. Experience and I was I was hoping for it. I was a little disappointed Well, Friday comes it's our last day on the beach and I partnered up with another student her name was Jennifer and We went for a walk and we said a prayer before we went Lord lead us Lead us to who you want us to be with who you want us to share with And as we walked along About 10 minutes into our walk down the beach, we came across a father and his son, and they're doing what might be something of a sandcastle, but it didn't quite look like it, but we'll call it that right now. And we we struck up a conversation, but didn't go much further. And so we just kind of kept going. So nothing really happened there. And about 10 minutes later, we come across some college students. We're like, all right, this is the opportunity. We're going to be able to evangelize. And the door just wasn't open. So we continue to walk. We're about now 45 minutes into our walk, and we're thinking, do we stop here and just turn around and go back? We saw this pier off in the distance. And said, let's go up to the pier, we'll turn around, and we'll come back. Well, we did that. And... As we got to the end of the pier, there was a man in a wheelchair. And, and, and I'm, I'm kind of a little embarrassed say that. I almost didn't even notice him. Maybe it was because I was distracted by the dolphins that were going by. And we were just like, wow, you know. Here I am from New England. I'm like, I get to see a dolphin. I'm like, this is amazing. And he goes, actually, those are porpoises. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you which then turned my attention to him. And as we just started to engage him in conversation, he shared a little bit of his story. He had diabetes, he has lost his legs, and was feeling really down. And as we just were present to him, it was such a beautiful moment. You know, we told him who we were, where we were from, and. We were just hoping to shine a little bit of God's light. We exchanged addresses. And I wrote to him. And he wrote back to me after. And he said, your visit, you'll never know what it meant for me. He had been away from the church. And through that maybe 15 minutes of conversation, it changed his life. It changed his heart. It brought him back to the sacraments. In a profound way, it was preparing him for heaven. I share that with you because today in the gospel, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Your light must shine. And and so profoundly, I think that it reminds us that how dependent God is on me, And how dependent God is on you to bring His light in the world. If we don't go, if we don't say yes, if we're not available, if we don't say, Lord, here are my hands, here are my heart, it's very possible that someone who needs the light of Jesus in their life will not get it. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Your light must shine. Pray for the grace as we continue with this Mass. As we approach Jesus here in the Eucharist. Say, Jesus, I want to be your hands. I want to be your heart. Give me your heart. So I can be an authentic presence for you. Because the world needs you. And the world needs me to bring you to the world. All of us, at the end of Mass, we always give a special blessing for those who are Eucharistic ministers. Extraordinary ministers of the Holy Eucharist. And God is dependent on them To bring Jesus to those who are not able to worship with us. But the truth is, as we receive Jesus today, we're all called to carry Jesus out into the world. To be a witness to Him. To be His light. And so we ask for the grace Jesus may have a heart that is receptive to you. Maybe a sponge and just absorb you in this Eucharistic embrace so that I can be your hands and your heart for those in your divine providence you are leading me to be with and to let your light shine. Amen?